What is a monetized mindset? How does it impact your financial security? How does that help you deal with what happens when what happens happens? Welcome your host, Bart Merrill. Hello, 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 and welcome everyone to the Monetize Your Mindset podcast. This is where we talk about what do you like to do? What do you need to do? What are you already doing? Can you monetize it? Or better yet, let's monetize it. Let's create financial security by monetizing what we already know. Today, we have a talk with the queen of manifesting, Kelly K. Walker. She teaches us how she has monetized her mindset by monetizing something that she was already doing for herself. She helps people attain their goals by using her manifesting techniques. Kelly will also be one of our guest panelists at the Monetize Your Mindset event on October 26th. If you would like to come to this event, the Monetize Your Mindset Turn Your Interest into Income event, it's October 26th at the the Megaplex Theater on Geneva in Orem, Utah. It is from 8.30 to about 5.30, and you can go to monetizeyourmindset.com to get tickets. And Kelly will teach us about her manifesting and how she turned that into a stream of income. So welcome today's guest, Kelly K. Walker. Welcome, Kelly. Thanks, Bert. Thanks for joining me today. So let's talk a little bit about what it is that you do. What's your what's your background? How did you get started? You are the queen of manifesting. That is correct. I'm so tell queen. me tell me about manifesting. Manifesting is taking your goals seriously and applying a certain formula to achieving them. So I have a six-step manifesting formula that if you follow the steps, then you're going to get your goals. So manifesting basically to me is making your goals happen the right way. Does that make sense? Because I know a lot of people set goals the wrong way. And then they fail and they give up because they don't follow all the proper steps to reaching their goals. And they're not, they're like, oh, I can't do anything or I'm just not meant to have that. You know, there's always some reason, but really anybody can reach any goal if they follow the steps to manifesting. So how did you, how did you get there? Let's, let's go back to, let's go back to how you got to where you are now. Okay. Um, so the short version or the long version? Let's go to the long version. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Semi-long version? Yes. Okay. Um, my husband and I had been married about eight years, and we started to think we were never going to have kids. We did infertility treatments, stuff like that. Nothing ever worked. I ended up quitting my very stressful job, and we went to Mexico for vacation, and I got pregnant. So little tidbit there if you're trying to get pregnant and infertility treatments aren't working get rid of all the stress in your life totally worked i finally got what i wanted like that was my goal in life was to be a mom and then um pregnancy was the most horrible thing that had ever happened to me <laughs> i hated it so bad i had all kinds of complications i was in bed uh, on bed rest i was in the hospital i had 24 hour a day claustrophobic panic attacks cuz you know the baby started to take up my lung space it was really, it literally the hardest thing ever of my life to that point. So as soon as he came out, they drugged me up. Um, they put me on antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications. And then for the next 12 years, 
I was on them. I tried to go off and I couldn't like when I go off, my husband would be like, oh, honey, it's not you're not ready yet. You know, <laughs> to me, I, I didn't know. But my behavior to him, he was like, OK, you need to go back on. You're not ready. So eventually with that kind of medication, you just become numb. Basically, I turned into a zombie and was pretty checked out of life. And unfortunately, that showed at work and I ended up getting fired. I had never been fired before. That was like the ultimate horrible rejection, worst thing ever to me. Turned out to be the best thing ever. But at that point, I thought it was the worst thing ever. So I went into an even worse depression, you know, fully medicated. So you can imagine what I'd be if I hadn't been on medication. Um, I didn't get out of bed. I didn't get dressed. I played video games all day. No, all night. I slept all day. Totally ignored my family. I was literally non-functional. I got this email out of the blue, totally random, offering me a ticket to a three-day life-changing seminar. And uh, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that was. I'd never heard of that kind of thing before. But something told me I needed to go. So I was like, okay, I'll take it, not knowing what I was getting myself into. When the day came, I got up, I got dressed for the first time in a week, left my house, went up to Salt Lake all by myself to the seminar and totally changed my life. And it it really was a life-changing seminar, like literally. And when I was there, I met a lady who uh, who went to another seminar that she also liked and she gave me a free ticket to that. And it was like the first seminar on steroids. And then that second seminar, I started going to that one every month and I started team leading for it. So every month I would go get this like, huge, just like buildup of personal development and everything in my life changed. I went off antidepressants within a month after the second um, seminar. I started three businesses. I only have one now. I got rid of two because they sucked. Uh, but um, I got uh, life coach training. I got speaker training. I started speaking and now I, I've lost count. I lost count after 125 presentations, but I have spoken a lot and I have many life coaching clients. I take people on personal development cruises, which is super fun. And I have my own podcast, also the Queen of Manifesting podcast. And I'm just, I'm doing what I love. I'm changing lives like my life was changed. It's the best thing ever. And every time I see my boss, my old boss that fired me, I hug him and thank him. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, he just laughs at me because, you know, he's really excited that I'm so happy. But I'm like, thank you so much for firing me. And I give him a big hug because it really was it was pretty much the best thing that ever happened to me. Sometimes you need that that wake up call. Right. You do. Because I wouldn't have quit on my own. I didn't know I needed to quit. I didn't know there was a different life out there for me. Well, but it didn't it also throw you into, <laughs> oh, I, I need to do something. It or? did. Yeah, suddenly everything changed. Yeah. My motivation changed. Everything changed. And my schedule was open for me to go to three-day life-changing seminars. I didn't have <laughs> to ask off time at work. <laughs> That's true. Bonus. So I, I did a, um, I just did a podcast, my last podcast. I don't know if you saw it or listened to it. The title is Caveman Theory of Motivation. I did see that, but I haven't listened to it. Tell me what that is. It sounds super interesting. Well, you'll have to go listen to it. But okay. It's, it's about how do you get motivated when you're in that slump. Yes. You know, everybody mm-hmm. talks about, oh, you just need to do it. You just need to. You right. Need to do it. But you, when you're in that slump, you, you know you need to do yeah. it. 
but you can't. And so what what gets you to do it? And it's from different different mentors and stuff that yeah. I have. I mean, the quote that I have, I can't even remember where it came from. <laughs> it's, let your fears push you until your dreams pull you. Oh, I love that. And I don't need, I can't even, it's not my quote. I That's wish I could quote. take quit, credit for it, but I can't. That's good. So you do different types of, of mentoring. Yes. You, you do manifesting stuff. You do, oh, you do... Um, business i do um like how to find clients uh, we we talked about getting you were getting paid for people to check in with you every morning help me out oh here. accountability calls Account- accountability yes. calls you were getting paid yes for accountability calls to help people remember or force them mm-hmm. to do something kind of like we're talking about with the <laughs> right. caveman theory to pressure them give them the motivation because they've got to call me every day and tell me whether they did it and so it just it just baffles my mind sometimes what people will pay for yeah but some people need it that's what they need and to, and can i tell your listeners why i started doing that you can so i read your book Awesome. Monetize Your Mindset, which I love, by the way. It's such a good book. And I was talking to my husband, and we had we kind of slipped. He does coaching, too. Like, he's he's just starting out, but, you know, he still has a day job. But um, we were like, okay, we're starting to slip on our habits. We're not doing everything we say we're going to do anymore. So we need to step up our game, and we need to – we need to have an accountability meeting every morning with each other. And I had just read your book and I was like, no, we don't. We need to have an accountability call with anybody that wants to do it. And we need to charge money. So they've got skin in the game. And he was like, Oh, that's a great idea. So I posted it just on Facebook in my group and boom, boom, boom. My call filled up instantly. I've got people paying me every month now. (laughs) To call me at at six thirty in the morning, we all meet on Zoom. It's a Zoom call, and we all list what our action steps were for yesterday and whether we did them, and what our action steps are for today. Cool, it's amazing, and and I thought of that because of your book. So thank awesome. you. Awesome, you're welcome. <laughs> it's nice to hear that sometimes what you do uh-huh. helps, right? Helps people. I know. Okay, so now let's get into a couple of questions. You talked about books. Yes. So what one, two, or three books, other than mine, of course. Right. After yours. After mine, yes. And for those of you who don't know, it's Monetize Your Mindset at bartmerrill.com forward slash book. And it's really good. And it's really good. What book stands out in your life that has made the most difference and that you you quote from the most or you share with other people the most? And it doesn't have to be one. It can be yeah, a couple. And it changes from time to time. The, um, the one I have recommended the most over the last month is Raving Fans, which is amazing. Have you read it? I did a long time ago. It's so cool. It's like a, it's an old book. Mm-hmm. Like it's from the 70s or 60s or something. But I love that book. Um, so I always recommend that one to teach people how to treat their customers so they come back. Because, you know, my... My clients are people that have customers, too. So I teach them how to make it so awesome to work with you that they want to keep coming back. And then the other book I always recommend is The Power of the Subconscious Mind. That book's amazing. 
it explains all the ways your subconscious mind screws with you and how you can get it on board because it thinks it's saving your life by keeping you stuck in what you're doing now, by keeping you from trying new things, anything out of your comfort zone. It's like, it's screaming at you. No danger, danger. So that's why we don't do things we say we're going to do. That's why we don't believe we can have what we want to have because our subconscious mind is trying to keep us alive. But it's totally wrong. Like it doesn't understand what's going on. It's totally misled. But that book's really good because it teaches you exactly how to get your subconscious mind on board with your goals. So it becomes so much easier to get your goals. Cool. Yeah. So let's start with the raving fan. Yeah. How it you treat customers right, they come back. Yes. I think that's a huge problem. Oh my gosh, right? It is. I just had an experience last week and the the company will remain nameless. Okay. But we went in to get glasses for my wife. Yes. She picked out the frames. It was two for a certain amount. Oh, nice. Uh She she picked out the frames. We sat down with the person and they spit me out a number I had to pay for. And it was $100 more than what it should have been. Uh And they couldn't. And I don't mind paying... If I'm supposed to pay that extra $100, I'm fine with that. But you need to tell me what it's for. Yeah. Not a random number. They couldn't figure it out. They called someone over. She couldn't figure it out. Oh, my gosh. And and I was, at this time, after two hours of waiting for my wife to pick out her frames. Right. You know, and I was being the nice husband, the good husband, just sitting there Mm -hmm. looking on Facebook on my phone and stuff. I was being the good husband. So sorry. But I was starting to get irritated. Sure. You know, I'm fine. Like I said, I'm fine paying the doll, the money. Right. But you need to tell me what I'm paying for. Right. <laughs> and they couldn't. Oh, that's And they were like, if it's more than, if it comes out that it was, we overcharged you, we will give you a refund. I'm like, what? No. No. <laughs> you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Call me on Monday. There you go. Monday at like six o'clock, no phone call. Mm. I called a different store. Yeah. And they, I, I told them the situation. I told them what the frames were, what the, what our choices were, and they spit me out the correct number. And so I says, well, what should I do? And she says, well, I'll call the other store and let them know. Okay. They called. I got a call back from the lady. I went down there to, to just the other day to pay for the glasses and get everything ordered. Mm-hmm. They spit me out the same number as before. No. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. By this time, I'm irritated. Of course I you are. I am so irritated, and I'm trying to be nice. I'm really, I really am. I'm, I'm not a, I'm a pretty even kill guy. I don't get too excited. I don't get too uh-huh. depressed. But when they, I was oh about gosh. ready to let go. Right. And so in this, and they did nothing for me. I mean, they, they did give me the right number. They did finally figure it, figure it out. But they did nothing to make it better. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. And it just, oh, just irritates. Right? And, and you, you, you get that a lot. You do. And you know, the ahead. other day, I went to go get a phone, and they only had one color, and I wanted a different color. And we were there a long time also, because um, my son was picking out a phone, and my husband was picking out a phone. So I asked the girl that was helping us if she knew if the other store had the color I wanted. Do you know what she said? Well, you don't have a phone number any different than the one I have for the other store. Ooh. I was like, 
what did you just say? In my head, I didn't say it out loud. In my head, I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm never coming back to the store again. Isn't that terrible service? It, it is. It's <laughs> terrible. And you just kind of go, wow. Oh, my gosh. I and know. so you really need to, to to take into account the raving fan model. Oh, yeah. Another book that is similar to the raving fan, and it's it's by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and now I'm drawing a blank. I can't remember the name of the book. But it, it also talks about how you need to have your customers come back. You need yes. to create loyal customers. Exactly. To get them to continue to buy from you, and I'll have to research that book. What I'll I'll put it in the show notes, guys. There I'll put go. it in the show notes. You know, you're spending so much time and energy getting somebody into your sales funnel. You want to keep them in your funnel by treating them well, because they're going to buy bigger and more things from you over time once they're in your funnel. If they get in your funnel and you're a total jerk to them. They're going to take themselves right out of your funnel and you're never going to see them again. Right. And you're going to have to use all of that time, energy, and money to acquire a new person to get into your funnel. So it just makes business sense to be nice to your customers. Right. And oh my gosh. Yes. Okay, moving on. We got the books. Next one. Next question I want to ask you is in life, there's you can't hit it out of the park all the time. Yes, I can. You cannot. That's a you're limiting gonna, belief. No, I'm just kidding. No, failures. you're right. <laughs> but they don't have to be failures. No. I mean, you learn. I lost a few hundred thousand dollars in 2000. Oh, geez. And I learned a lot from it. I bet you did. It was very expensive lesson. Yes. But I learned. Right. What failure sticks out in your mind mm -hmm. where you learned the most and what did you learn? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Mine's really similar to yours. So we had a friend who told us about this amazing investment that he'd heard about from a guy he did a painting for or something. And um, we trust our friend, you know, and we asked him, you know, did you research this? Is this legit? And he said, oh, yeah, totally. And then we'd ask some questions and he'd be like, well, that part's like under the NDA, so I can't tell you. But it was stuff we should have been able to know. But we were naive at this point. So we invested $85,000 and it turned out to be a complete scam. Um, that man's in prison now. Our friend like declared bankruptcy, lost everything, lost his wife. I mean, like it was bad. It was way worse for him than for us. Uh, we didn't lose like our house or get divorced or anything, but it was bad. Right. And so, yeah, it was a failure in a sense, but... We learned so much, like our investing skills and knowledge is so much better now because we don't take anybody's word for anything. Right. We research everything on our own now. And my husband has become a total expert in cryptocurrency because we're investing in some crypto stuff and like he researched it for months. So we totally learned from that. So it wasn't a failure. It was an $85,000 lesson, <laughs> an $85,000 education in investing. Right. And, you know, you, you're going to have ups and downs. And yeah. if you're going to be in business, you mm -hmm. need to be willing to, to take that. I mean, yeah. I say that a monetized mindset, that is an essential characteristic, yeah. is being willing to, to deal with the highs and lows. Exactly. And, and to learn from both of those, the highs and the lows. Mm -hmm. 
And that's just one of the one thing, one of the things that you have to, you have to have. Right. And you have to be adaptable. Correct. Big time. Yes. Okay. Next and probably the final question. We'll wrap things up here in a second. So you talked about personal development. Right. And how you are continually trying to improve. You're going to different personal development things. And I'm big into personal development as well. Right. I saw a quote somewhere. and I don't remember where, but it was, when is good, good enough? Mm. The enemy to greatness is good enough. Right. You're good enough. Things are good enough. But then there's something to be said for satisfaction and yeah. contentment. Right. How do you balance that? How do you balance, you know, really going for the gusto, right? but yet needing to be content and satisfied? Yeah, that's a really good question because you can't be happy if you're always thinking, oh, wait, I'm not done. I'm not good enough yet. So, I mean, that's a, that's a fine balance. I think with me, probably my husband too, is I just kind of go with my gut feeling and you know, so how am I doing in this area right now? Am I am I good enough? Can I rest for a while and work on something else? And then I just kind of go wherever the feeling of urgency leads me, if that makes any sense. So I kind of just go by intuition. And I don't, I don't go 100% on everything all the time. That would be exhausting. Some weeks, I'm all about my website. Some weeks, I'm all about speaking gigs, you know, some weeks I'm all about cleaning my house. So I do pick and choose basically just however I'm feeling right then. So what's bugging me the most, maybe? What do I, what am I the least happy with right now that I need to fix? Or where am I feeling drawn to excel? And yeah, it's not everything all at once, for sure. Take a break, people. Get some rest. Yeah, you do have to take a break. Don't overdo it. That's good Don't advice. Burn out. That's good advice is take a break yeah. sometimes. But you, you also mentioned in the beginning about being happy. You got to be happy with where you are, but then continue continue to move forward every day. Continue yeah. to try and get better. I think exactly. that's key. I do too. Okay, last thing. What is the one advice that you would give to someone who wants to get in business, to get in and do something? What's the one advice to make things the, their best life knowing what they want i think so many people have a really vague idea of what success is to them and vagueness does not work with manifesting goals you've got to be super clear and super specific on what you want so if you want a business like no like it doesn't matter what the business is but like decide who do you want to serve what is it that you have to serve them with? How many hours a day do you want to serve? How much money do you want to make from this? Um, do you want to travel for this? Do you want to, I don't know, do you want to be speaking? Do you want to be behind the scenes? Do you want to be the tech person? Get really specific on what it looks like or it will never happen. You've got to be super clear on where you're going or you're just going to wander. Gotcha. That's good advice. Thanks. If you have a GPS and you know where you mm -hmm. are, but you don't put in there where you want to go, you're right? not going to get anywhere. Exactly. And so that makes sense that you need to be clear on where you're going to, where you yeah. want to go, and what you want. Well, thanks, Kelly, for joining us today. You're welcome. And how can people contact you? Get in touch with you. Drop um, your links. Probably the easiest way is thequeenofmanifesting.com. That's okay. my website. 
And there, um, there are links on there to join my Facebook group where I do all the free trainings. And there's a link on there for my podcast. And there is a link for coaching. Uh, there's a contact form. It's pretty all-inclusive. Queen awesome. of Man- com. And we will put that in the in the show notes as well. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you again. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Remember, monetize your mindset. Build financial security by monetizing what you already know so that you will always have the resources to deal with whatever happens when what happens happens. Follow us on Facebook and at BartMerrill.com. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review.